0: What's up, Do You Live fam? We just recently came off week two of the Do You Live virtual sessions. This is a 16 week free boot camp. You can find it at doyolive.com. We featured Christina Denham, Hillary Smith, mid level career people doing big things in marketing, talking about career development, the career pathway, some things that we don't necessarily consider. We always get into the how to's and a lot of button pushing, but this is a very interesting, eye opening topic from two people that are in marketing, mid-level, have made some job switches and what's kind of going on through their eyes and their mindset, but not just good for those individuals but also good for people that are hiring, um, career advice, and even entrepreneurs within organizations as well. Give it a listen. Thanks for being a part of the Do You Live community. This is the Do You Live audio experience where we're putting all of our best content, including our virtual sessions, our speaker talks, webinars, Annoying stuff that salespeople do, interviews, and with anything else that we can think of to bring value to your day. Cheers.
1: Great, I will kick it off. Um, our topic, uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different than what you're going to see a lot of the other um presenters do on Dennis's uh, Friday series show for D.O. Um, so our topic is called what it means to navigate the marketing field as a young professional. And you'll notice throughout our presentation, um, we have a ton of different memes in here. So we do hope you laugh at some of them because um, we are huge meme fans. Um, but we want to keep it super laid back and super conversational and and almost podcast like. Um, and really just share our experience um, so far in our careers. Um, We're in our 20s. That's all I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Um, So we have so much to learn and we're so far away from retirement or even thinking about that. Um, So we just want to pause where we're at in our career and kind of give people who are starting out in marketing or just graduating or making that transition into marketing um, just advice from what we've learned so far. And Hillary, anything you wanna add? Yeah, and I guess
2: even if you're not in marketing um, directly, but you work with people that are in marketing just to kind of help and understand where they're coming from on a lot of things, um, I think is also really important, right. um, kind of being able to to kind of relate to them. So for anybody yeah. that's watching, I think any of this could be applicable to any field. Yep. Hopefully. totally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I will go to the next slide. Maybe. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll kick off a little bit about us. Um, Dennis obviously did a great job introducing us. And if you tune into the 11 a.m. live with us, we kind of did give a little bit of a background. But um, for those of you who don't know who we are or didn't get to tune in, um, my name is Hillary. And I Am, as Dennis said, the social media strategist for Clemson University. If you don't know where that's at, um, it's in South Carolina. A lot of people <laughs> didn't. I hate to admit, I didn't know where it was before either. Um, so, but it's actually like, um, I almost said to the left in the state, but that's not, it's, it's West, so it's like three hours from the ocean, <laughs> if that helps give <laughs> any perspective. Um, but yeah, so I have worked there for over three years now. Um, I graduated from YSU in 2015 with my undergrad degree in marketing um and you know i think it's you'll you'll notice too and anybody you work with in marketing has a different path to marketing or journey so to speak um, and at that time i was a chemistry major um, pre-med and just like completely failed out of all my classes and thought that college wasn't for me um, and then where i was working at the time was a small bridal shop in poland and i started to um realize you know at that point that facebook is actually a marketing tool and i mean this was 2011 so um but, you know, it just kind of evolved where I real I was able to just kind of see like, hey, if we post something on Facebook, people come in the store. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that was just one of those big epiphanies you have at that time. Right. And you start to realize that you could have some impact and power on sales directly. Um, so I started kind of doing that a little bit, started getting creative um, as tools came out in social, you know, started applying them in the bridal store and started to see that this is really powerful um, from there, that kind of saved me a little bit. And that's when I realized like, hey, marketing might be kind of interesting. So um, at that time, there was only one, I think one social media class, like, and it wasn't yeah, really popular, right. mm-hmm. like it wasn't a thing, um, yeah. which is crazy. And so from there, I was like, starting to realize that that could be my my niche, like my area that I could focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of like took off from there. I got an inter- internship with... Um, a small firm in Canfield and I started writing blogs and that's when I started to learn how to write and realize that there is such a such an art to it. Mm-hmm. Um and from there it was like, okay, let's let's really take this seriously. And and so it just kind of all led in a weird way um into my first first job um as a social strategist um in the area and um from there obviously got to meet Christina which we'll we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Now, where I'm at, I just graduated in May with my master's from Clemson in marketing, Um, so it's just crazy how it all works out and how it all just kind of builds upon each other. Um, In addition to work, I'm also a social media researcher, and you might be wondering what that means, Um, but I actually have um, a lot of re- ongoing research right now where I'm actually studying digital accessibility and how um, you know as marketers were either a using it, maybe not using it correctly or b not using it at all so just really understanding the difference. Um, between that and the gap and then also between the gap of what platforms are required and also what is required from public policy perspective so um, kind of just really researching that area, um, as well as a few other research projects um, so. I could say that I'm completely immersed in social and many different aspects. Um, Avid book reader. I love learning more about different books to read. Um, It's just a way to kind of escape from the tech. Um, And the retired style blogger, um, my sister and I started a style blog around the same time I was blogging with my internship called The Garment Theory. Um, And her and I did that for about three years until we both relocated to two completely different states. Um, but that taught me so much about um, networking and just being able to build a personal brand, which in re- actually in turn helped me get my job at Clemson. So it's crazy how it all just ties together. But I think when you're passionate about what you're doing, um, right. you start to really kind of be able to plug and play what, what you need to do um, to get to the next step. So that's a little bit about me.
1: Okay, um, so Dennis kind of covered my background a little bit and we talked about it in the show earlier if you caught that, but I am a digital coordinator at uh, Sedexo Roth, which is in Youngstown, um, I wear many different hats with that title, um, so all things e-blast, um, some graphic design, Um, taking pictures, um, creating presentations, all for our sales team to go out there and and kill it and um, get the deals done. Um, I am a YSU grad. Um, It's funny, Hillary kind of talked about the different paths of getting into marketing. So my undergrad is actually in accounting. um, And I kind of knew my senior year of um, school that it wasn't going to be quite the right fit for me. Um, so I started grad school literally a week or two later um, and I got my MBA from YSU in a year um, and it was kind of through that and the marketing courses and some of the awesome marketing professors at YSU that I realized that was more my niche and allowed me to be creative. Um, Like I was telling Hillary yesterday, you can't really be creative in accounting because that's literally fraud. Um, So I I found my niche definitely through the marketing classes um, in the MBA program. I loved it. I'm so glad I did it. It was great. Um, The accounting background has been awesome to have too. I, I do not regret it at all. It's, it's great. Um, so really, there's so many ways you can, can jump from one um, you know, degree and then get into another. So, so don't be discouraged. If you have a background and you wanna get into marketing, there are certainly ways. Um, random quick things about me. I love Joanna Gaines. I love decorating my house. Hillary knows she's been over numerous times. Yeah. Um, I love just paint colors and things that people think would be so incredibly boring. So I spend so much time on Pinterest, watching Fixer Upper, things like that. I I love decorating and doing that kind of thing. Um, I'm obsessed with memes and I probably send Hillary like what, two to 10 a day on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never (laughs) stopped. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a lot of what our presentation um, is about or revolves around because we wanted to add some fun humor to it and just keep it totally light and and fun. Um, So you will see memes in here and we do hope you appreciate them and laugh. (laughs)
0: Um, And I love
1: Youngstown Pizza. I literally could probably do an entire webinar on that too. Um, I love Avalon. Like number one, hands down is my favorite, Uptown. um, I could keep going down a whole list, but Youngstown Pizza is awesome. So it's, I I love it. Um, So just a few random facts about me, about Hillary. We often get asked if we're related or we're twins. Um, The answer is no. (laughs) But for whatever reason, um, how many times, I feel like so many times we've been out and people like think we're twins. It, oh, yeah. Lot- I mean, it, it's, it's been like national levels too, like
2: <laughs> Chicago, Charleston, South Carolina, like it, it happens frequently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But we are not related. We just look very similar and very close friends. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, so I will kick this one off. We have three kind of main topics, I guess, um, that we're not, I don't even wanna say cover. I just wanna say like touch on it and um, express our opinions and our experience on. um, Again, we don't know it all by any means. We have so much to learn ourselves. So we are giving um, from our perspective. So please keep that in mind. Um, This is totally our opinion and what we've experienced so far. And we just wanna help anybody we can going through similar scenarios. So post-graduation, um, you've taken in your Instagram picture, your Snapchat picture, you put it on, you've got the cap and gown and everything on, your picture with President Trestle or wherever you graduated from. For us, we were kind of like, okay, now what? Because you get so obsessed with um, getting through your your final classes to graduate and your capstone and all those things and all those all nighters for finals week and you do it all and it's so exciting. You go to graduation and then you're like, okay, now what do I do? You know, Um, so that's what we want to cover here.
2: Yeah, I I definitely feel like this meme is well picked.
1: Mm -hmm. It could not (laughs) be start to
2: realize like how you really need to actually grow up a little bit.
1: (laughs) Yes. All right. So again, post-graduation. So the first thing that I would would just want to stress um, because I don't think I, I even took the moment to do it. It's like, just breathe. If you're going through that right now or you're about to graduate, Breathe and be proud of yourself, especially for the grads right now. I feel for you so much, and I, yeah. I can't even imagine what you're going through. Um, because this has been such an insane year, and to try to do job searching right now and and graduate and everything, and you can't even walk at graduation most places. So it's just so many feels. Um, and we we totally feel for you, but. Just take a minute and breathe and be proud of yourself and, and realize what you did and what you've accomplished. It is not easy um, by any means. So so be proud of yourself. and second to that, and again, Hillary can totally you know piggyback off this, it's okay to not have everything figured out the day you graduated. I mean, people around you may have jobs lined up and, and everything and it gets kind of intimidating and you know stressful. Mm-hmm but if you don't, it is honestly, it's okay. And I I wish somebody would have like shook me and told me like, Hey, it's okay. Like you just did something amazing. Be proud of yourself. Like yeah. take a minute and, and breathe and you're going to figure it out. And I know Hillary, you can stress so much on that.
2: Yeah. I remember like one, one thing after graduation, it was like, all of my friends were going to grad school and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, am I not smart enough? Cause like I didn't end up getting into the program I applied for. They both did. They both moved away, went off and Mm -hmm. we're doing these amazing things. And I'm like, just sitting here twirling my thumbs, like, well, this sucks. (laughs) But, um, you know, that doubt creeps in and then you just feel like you're, you didn't do the right steps in undergrad. Um, which Mm -hmm. in turn is just crazy how it all works out because for me, Going to get my master's happen down the road, so mm-hmm. it, it it's all crazy how it works out. But I think um, right. you know, it it definitely works itself out.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think the next bullet point Hillary can definitely tackle and stress. Um, mm-hmm. We know that if you're coming out of school, you likely have Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, all of the above. What we mean getting active on social is a little bit different. Um, with LinkedIn, it's one thing to just create a profile and have it and just be stagnant. Um, but truly, you need to get on it and be active, especially post-graduation when you're job searching. It is so important. Um, yeah. And Hillary, I will let you totally nail this one because you can talk for it for days.
2: <laughs> yeah, nobody probably wants to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like Christina said, like, it's important to just engage with people. Um, To that point, like, a personal experience I had, um, you know, I was wanting to be more creative in my, in my post-graduation job, Um, and that's kind of where my blog started, and I started to realize, like, this personal brand um, on social really actually can help and play an important role in, like, whatever it is next that I wanted to do, Um, and sure enough, when I interviewed for this position at Clemson, like that, set me apart from so many other candidates, and it was really crazy because, like, here I am, like, coming from a you know relatively small regional university, um, applying for a job, you know, ten hours away, um, and I was like, you know, you, that self doubt creeps in. That whole yeah. "breathe, you, you did it" thing never happened to me. I never actually took a breath, but um, I just felt like I wasn't going to be able to compete with other other and grads or people that went yeah. to better schools than I did mm-hmm. um, but having that personal brand on social it just made a world of a difference um, I was able to answer questions in the interview a lot easier um, I'll never forget the one question was what's one thing you've taught yourself in the past year and I was like ready because I, I really did teach myself how to build a website how to build a personal brand how to network with businesses in the area um, mm-hmm. Photography, videography, so you like it. Just makes it so much easier when you're when you're preparing for those interviews to have those kind of experiences already under your belt, um, right? And like that to me just like helped so much more than I could probably ever realize.
1: Yeah, I completely agree, and it allows you to get to know people before you go into an yeah. interview and see where you know maybe you graduated from the same university or whatever it may be. It, it gives you and in, some insight. Um, into the people that work at that company, things like that. So it's so much more than just having a stagnant profile. It's, it's really being active and engaging with your connections on there. Which kind of leads us to uh, the next point on here that we've both found extremely beneficial. Um, staying in touch with your professors, your classmates, people you had an internship, your current or past co-workers. We can't stress how huge it is, especially this year um that's probably the primary way i mean we're not job seeking right now but it probably is the primary way a lot of people are getting jobs right now is through connections which then then goes back to linkedin as well just um how important those connections are but for me i wish i could go back to my days at ysu and really engage with the people that sat to the right and left of me in some of my classes that i never really talk to if we didn't have a group project or something i i never really engaged with and you have no idea if the person sitting next to you may be the marketing director or you know hr person or whatever at the company you're going to apply for um so it's huge if you don't connect with them you know in that class like make a point to connect with them on social um see what they're up to because you you just never know when you're going to need that that connection to help you out or you can easily message them and say hey I'm applying at your company do you have any tips any advice it's so important and I know like for myself when going through school you're just in this like I don't know blinders on you're so focused on getting your degree and graduating that you just don't I didn't make the time or the effort to really get to know people in my classes unless I was in a group project with them they do really regret that, and I found that to be really important when I went through the MBA program. That's when I really kind of took advantage or or made that um, a priority to get to know people in your classes.
2: Yeah, I I totally agree. I had an experience. It's kind of embarrassing, but it's also kind of funny, Um, and we could all use humor.
1: I'm ready for this. (laughs)
2: Last summer was my first test that I took in my master's program, and it was a marketing management test and i had studied so hard i was like the only like working professional in in the program um mm-hmm. so like i was like all right i got this like i literally do this for my job like it's <laughs> fine but i did study like it's not like, like i just assumed i didn't but um i got a d on the test um and I literally started crying right in front of my professor like tears Mm -hmm. like the ugly sobbing Mm -hmm. crying couldn't breathe like she's like standing there like what is happening she had no idea like that I was just having a total like breakdown Mm -hmm. but the funny part about it is like her and I it's been over a year and a half and we talk every like every week Um, Because she like started to, you know, we obviously got to know each other after that point. (laughs) And I was able to explain why I was like crying in front of her. But um, now this professor, her and I are working on a research project together. Um, So it's like, I I think just like that human aspect, like it's okay to, to show that like, you know, they're people too. And like your professors and your classmates, um, right? Like they're there to help you. So
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially in undergrad, you have this mindset that you're competing against the people in your class. um, And then you get into the real world and you're like, those same people are on your team and you're all working for, you know, one business. So your mindset definitely switches, but sometimes it takes you getting out of school to even realize that. So like I said, if I could go back and tell myself how important it would be to connect with those people, I I totally would. Um, oh, yeah. For sure. the, the last point on here, I know, Hillary, you, you totally wanted to stress. Uh, yeah,
2: vol- volunteering. Um, this is something that I do to this day. And I think it's so important um, to really just get in and volunteer with different groups. So um, for me, I volunteered with offering my services of social media strategy to organizations in the community. Um, And it's so good, not just for your resume, like you don't always want to be building that resume, trying to figure out what next, but just like for your own like peace of mind, like you know that you're doing something so good and it helps so much with I think your your other job and like as you're starting to build networks, Um, because a lot of the times you know, when it's like list three references and you're like, okay, I'm just starting out. Like, I have no idea who to put. Like, maybe I didn't build the connections with my professors that I should have. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, my internship, maybe it wasn't my fault, but maybe it was just a bad internship and I can't ask that person. Um, You know, you could always turn to, you know, your volunteer team if you have something, um, because I feel like that's where you can kind of build another network that will kind of save you a little bit if you have to.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. It's so important.
0: So I'm gonna jump in with a polling question, Hillary and Christina, thank you everybody Mm -hmm. for dropping in for the Do You Live virtual sessions. Um, I am launching the polling question now. My first question is how active are you on LinkedIn? And I'm gonna leave that up for just a few moments. Also, if you could in the chat, Do You Live has always prided itself on the networking aspect of the event. And since we can't be there today, shaking hands, kissing babies and all that good (laughs) stuff. Put your LinkedIn profile or link uh, into the chat. Let's all, let's all get LinkedIn. Let's all connect. And I think that there's another valuable lesson out of this as well as you continue to progress through your presentation. As much as we talk about kind of like the post-graduation, I'm sitting here right now going, these are fundamentals that I need to live on a daily basis as I build my business to not forget about my alumni network and even at my advanced age not forget about my professors that i had in college or some of the even the people that i teach with get out volunteer pro bono join a board Mm -hmm. and help to advance the business cause and agenda so as much as this is great 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 advice for those young people that are out there i think that wherever you're at in your career and your business these are also very good reminders of things that we should be doing on a day-to-day basis, regardless of where you're at. So I'm gonna go back on mute. I'm gonna stop my video and I hope that you take our polling question and then we'll get ready for the next one. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Are we going to the next one? Okay. Um, So for this slide, um, we're gonna kind of, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the dreaded job search um, (laughs) and (laughs) You know, it's one of those things where like this is probably the most stressful, stressful part of a job, um, especially if you're either just graduating or if you're in, you know, career transition, trying to figure out what your next step is, um, could be the most challenging and um, I'm sure all of us have experienced that stress that's associated with it. Um, So I'm going to next slide. So um, I will am I kicking off this one?
1: Uh, I could start it. Um, okay, so the first bullet point on here, <laughs> network, network, network. For me personally, like I have a super introverted personality. I, I did one of those personality tests. I think I was 90% introverted. Yeah, so
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's for a good. For me, networking, when I used to hear it, especially in undergrad, I could not stand the phrase because what I immediately thought of was getting in front of a group of people and having to tell them about myself. Um, And I dreaded it. I did not want to do it at all. But now being out of school and and working um, and having a few years of experience, I realize it has a completely different um, connotation. And it really links back to what we were just saying. With connecting with past um, you know professors and classmates or whatnot but we can't stress enough how important networking is for job searching especially now like I already said it I don't mean to repeat myself but it is so huge especially in 2020 um, to really stay in touch and meet new people or you know people from your past whether that was in school or past jobs it's so important, especially if you're looking to make a move, a career move um, for a new job. So if it is scary for you, like it was for me, it's time to get over it. <laughs> it's the best way to really put it and and put yourself out there and and reach out to those people that you know from your past or, or your present, whatever it may be. Um, because it, it is huge and you know having people help you is is just essential We cannot do it all on our own and it, it's so important when when job searching kind of yeah. leads to the next bullet point don't be afraid to click the connect button. I think when I first created my LinkedIn which was probably for a class in school, I felt so intimidated or nervous to connect with people I didn't know. And now I do it all the time, just based on the articles that they're posting or what they're sharing. I'm super interested and I wanna keep seeing their content. So I'm connecting with them, sending them a little message. Um, And that's what LinkedIn is for. So use it, use the platform for what it is made to be. Don't be intimidated, don't be nervous, use it. Um, And like I said, Hillary is the best at this. She's always active on there um use it um send a personal note she has experience with this hillary if you want to share your little doodad on that but but use the platform from what it's what it's for
2: yeah here's my my little doodad (laughs) Um, yeah always add a personal note um just because obviously sometimes people don't know why you want to connect with them um and a lot of the times i'm like you know decline creeper 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know you you don't know and then like but if somebody were to explain like hey I saw you speak at this conference I'd be like oh perfect you know mm-hmm. um so don't be a creeper and make sure if <laughs> buy You it what it's I can't stress that
1: enough yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> um so please do that um but no it's it's so important I actually reached out to um, when I was in my job search stage, I reached out to a lot of people on LinkedIn that were YSU grads, um, just yeah. to help me find a job. Um, so, and you know, it had its good moments and it has bad moments. There were some people right. that, you know, I was ex- expecting an answer or at least some like
0: guiding light. And
2: getting yeah. it. Um, yeah. and, but don't, don't let that stop you. Cause I got into a, a place where I was like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I'm like overstepping. Um, and you kind of sit and get in that like dark place where you're like, okay, like I need to just not do this. Um, and then I realize, like, no, if I am in the position to help somebody, like I'm going to do it. So mm-hmm. I think it's just important to kind of recognize that if they're a good person and they help you, like, obviously you need to return the favor for somebody one day. Um, cause it makes right. all the difference.
1: Absolutely. Can I agree more with all that? Um, so the next point on here is, I again something I wish I could go back and tell myself to do. Make sure you just allot a certain amount of time a day or every other day when you're your job searching, because it can be so intimidating and honestly depressing when you're reading what some of the um, you know qualifications are that you need to have, and some of them are so outlandish that they make you just want to go curl and ball and cry. Like yeah. you're coming right out of school and you're saying, well, you need 15 years of experience and then you need to be able to do seven cartwheels in a row. And you're like, what? <laughs> Seriously? No, like I can't. Yeah. So There's these highs and lows when you're job searching, cause you find something and it's local and it's like totally up your alley. And then you're reading through it and you're like, Oh my God, I can't do this. So set an amount of time that you're going to search and you'll know when you're like at your point of, okay, I, I have to step away. Because if you don't, you're just gonna go down rabbit holes and it's likely not gonna end well. I can speak to that from experience. Um, just just shut it down, you know, say, I'm gonna do it for an hour, I'm gonna do it for two hours, and then I'm gonna walk yeah. away. And, and don't get discouraged. I mean, you learn so much on the job that you do not need to know everything coming right out of school. It's never gonna happen um so you're gonna learn so much on the job don't be discouraged if you're reading through and you see all these things you, you don't quite know or you're not a pro at you have to yeah. learn it on the job just just land the interview and then go you know show them who you are and just just kill it um so yeah, you really-
2: could be like searching for your aspirational job Yeah, aspirational career because even like if you're mid-level or whatever we could figure out what we were earlier this week with Dennis you know you could be switching careers and like I mean I know me I'm like oh wait I need 10 years of social experience like no I've been doing this I think long enough (laughs) like
1: I think we're good exactly I could not agree more Um, and, and really I already kind of covered the next one just do not get discouraged it is so easy just to read through these crazy qualifications and and just be like I, I didn't learn any of this I don't know any of this um, do not get discouraged at all I, I can't stress that enough and I, I wish somebody would have you know told me that um, it's huge it's huge especially for the people today that are searching for jobs right out of school you are competing with people that may have twice the amount of experience or 20 to 30 years of experience competing for the same job because of the craziness of this year so it is incredibly difficult. And again, we can't stress how much we we feel for you. And if there's any way we can help you, um, but just stay positive, keep that open mind and, and all good vibes to you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, I will kick off this next one, which is actually our last um, major kind of talking point here.
0: Actually, can so, I jump in real quick? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. We got a question. And if you want to ask questions in the chat or in the live Q&A, we'd be glad to take those questions from any and all of you. Again, thank you for being here. So this um, does have to do with maybe a little bit less of the advice, but it is on content creation tools. So we can either answer this now or parking lot, parking lot it for later. But can you tell us your favorite content creation tools? Like, do you have any go-to photo college A photo collage in animated GIF or GIF, depending on who you are, making apps, thanks, or making memes.
1: I'll answer quickly first, because I know Hillary has a plethora more than I do. Um, I don't have a graphic design background, so I see things that are super user friendly. I have now gotten to know how to use Illustrator and Photoshop and whatnot, but Adobe Spark for me has been extremely user friendly. Um, to quickly throw together like a really short video or just a social post. Um, So if you don't have a graphic design background and you have access to Adobe, Adobe Spark, um, and then Canva would be my other recommendation. Hillary, I know, has more than that.
2: (laughs) Actually, no. Um, I mean, I'm fortunate to have a graphic design team um, that can handle all of our needs, but um, I've used Canva for those volunteer jobs or other, other side work that I've done. Um, and it's so easy to use. Like I, I personally love how it formats different platform sizes for you. I think that's huge. Um, as far as GIF making, GIF making, whatever you want to call it, I could care less. Um, I think we all know what you're talking about at this point. It's not the peanut butter. (laughs) Um, but I use the Giphy website a lot if we're gonna build out either a video GIF or a photo GIF. Um, so the Giphy website, is it's dot com. So I use that G-I-P-H-Y.com.
0: a lot. giph com. G-I-P-H-Y.
2: Yeah, it's like the Giphy like site um, and you can kind of just upload everything there and it kind of acts as a media library. So that's been helpful for us.
0: All right, great. I'm gonna launch uh next polling question. Let you all jump back in doing your thing. Cool. Awesome.
1: Okay, um, so like I said, this is kind of our last major talking point, experience and takeaways, which I think is, this is huge for us. This is probably our one that we're most excited, um, I think to talk about and share. So, whatever boat you're in right now, if you're looking for a job or you love the job you're in, you're not loving the job you're in, um, there's always, always something to take away from it that can be perceived as positive. And um, we have a lot of experience in that. So, so trust us in in what we're, we're going to mention on here on our next slide. Okay, so I love this meme right here, just real quick, <laughs> because it's like the first day you're going into your, you know, first job after college. You're like so excited, and like you know, maybe you have to dress up or whatever, and it's just so new, and you're so green. And then like a couple of weeks later, sometimes you're like, oh my god. Um, so just yeah, you so so could see like the next day. <laughs> yeah, the cat <laughs> um, like defeated. So- our first point on here learn as much as you can whether you are in a job that you absolutely love which i mean hillary and i are both right now fortunate enough to be in those positions um or you're in something that you know is not going to be long term as a stepping stone um or you may hate completely um just make an effort to learn absolutely as much as you can and sometimes you know i think I thought right out of school you were going to learn like more marketing fundamentals or, or whatever it may be. I'm still in that like classroom mindset. But sometimes it's honestly you're you learn how to lead a team or how not to manage a team or how not okay. to treat people. I mean, it goes both ways. And and it blew my mind, um, you know, at some of my past experiences to to realize those are the things you take away because when you first start a job, that's not at all the mindset you have, Um, but it's so important because you, regardless of, you know, like I said, if it's how to lead a team, how not to lead a team, you take those things with you to your next job and it just helps you that much more. Um, So just learn and absorb as much, as much as you can, whether you love where you're at or you hate it, or you're just starting out, learn, 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 absorb it all, take it all in. Um, It will benefit you down the road. The next one, Hillary, you could totally tackle because it's obviously our relationship. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah. Um, so staying connected with past and present co-workers. I think this is so important for like your mental sanity. Um, and I'm sure we can all agree that, you know, you have those some jobs that are just not it, but you're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, like, staying connected to past coworkers, like obviously Christina and I have stayed in touch we haven't worked together in about three years now yeah Yeah. three years ish Mm -hmm. Um, but we've kept in touch on a professional level and also personal level um because it's so important like I honestly don't think her and I when we were working together in our first job I couldn't have made it through without having that person to just like be my sounding board like hey (laughs) is this normal is this okay Like I don't think this is very fair, but like I also need somebody to just. Plus, half the time we all go home and like complain to our like family or significant other, and they're tired of hearing it. Whereas, like you can always turn to that person and be like, "Okay, like I'm my family thinks I'm crazy, but like you know." Yes, having (laughs) so I think it's so good for your
1: mental health. (laughs) Yeah, in in that same breath too. I mean, like. I think Hillary would stress it's finding that right person to like, we have such similar personalities and we we've just hit it off since we've known each other, which is awesome. But, you know, make sure like you're not surrounding yourself with the the Debbie Downers too, because you don't want to just misery loves company. And those aren't the right people to stay connected with or, or keep in your presence. It's really finding those right people that want to help you and that you want to help equally. Um, so it, it's the right people we don't mean just like anybody yeah. everybody and you'll know it's, it's all you know it's based on your personality and, and who you click with and whatnot uh, which kind of leads to the next point that I'll tackle so I can't stress how important it is to just be yourself no matter what the culture is like um, no matter what kind of company it is and I keep going back to when you're, you know, starting your first job, but that's what I refer back to um, for myself is when you're starting a job, you, you want so badly, and maybe it's not your first job. Maybe this is your 10th job. Maybe you're like, you know, 15 years into your career. You want to almost conform to whatever the culture is or, or you know, the your department is like, because um, you want to fit in and you want to, you know, show that you're, you're right for this. But at the end of the day, it is so important to be yourself and stay true to yourself. Because if you conform, you know it's not going to take long for you to stop and be like, "I don't even know who I am, and this is not, you know, what what I'm comfortable with." Um, so if you really try to be yourself from day one, it's not you're never going to regret that. And like yeah. like we've said, we haven't been in our careers very long, but that's something huge I've already learned
2: yeah and I think too like not just like paying attention to yourself but like how's your leadership team you know take responsibility or how did they lead your team because Mm -hmm. that's essentially what you're you're working yourself up to be is at their level and if you're not getting a good role model for that um then you're not going to be able to actually grow um if anything it's just going to hurt you I I have a quick example. I feel like I was always the one, you know. Like I'm, Christine and I are very like just similar when it comes to like we're just nice people. We're just <laughs> nice people. Like we don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. Like, like it's it's one of those things, and <laughs> we got accused of bullying people at work, and and it's like, well, actually, no. Once we stepped back and looked at it, we realized it was the leadership team that was doing it and they were just kind of like portraying that it was other people. So we realized like, we don't want any part of this. This is not who we are. We aren't doing this, you know? So it's just important to like know who your leadership team is too.
1: Yeah, completely agree. Um, And again, it falls right into our next point on here. Listen to your intuition, keep your mental and physical health really a top priority Mm -hmm. I mean, there were days in past jobs where I was coming home and complaining to my husband every single day, I didn't want to work out anymore. And I'm a big runner spinner, active person, and I didn't want to do it anymore. And when it gets to that point, um, you know, where you're not yourself anymore, you need to listen to your gut and I think a lot of the times people get caught up in, well, no, I haven't hit the two year mark. So my resume is going to be skewed or whatever. I can't stress how, like for me personally, and I'm not, you know, I don't know everything, but that dash on the resume is not nearly as much, you know, between two dates is not nearly as important as your physical and mental health. You listen to your gut, um, everything is explainable on a resume. If you last two months at a company, because it is making you sick to your stomach every day, for some reason, there is no need, in my opinion, to stay there and keep making yourself, you know, miserable, um, just for the sake of getting to one year on your resume. Uh, yeah. if you really can't stick it out, then step away. Um, really, I, I can't stress that enough to just, just yeah. keep your you and yourself and your health in mind at all times.
2: Yep no for sure um and then that kind of leads to the next next bullet point um just getting involved with industry related groups so i know christina could speak more on like the internal side um
1: yeah so i i kind of mentioned i can't remember if it was um during this session or, or the last but i'm more involved in internal groups um so like we have a volunteer group at roth that um i'm actively involved in Um, We have a women in facilities management group um, that allows me to meet people all over the country and not just at our Roth location, which is really cool to connect specifically with women in facilities because women are not really what you think of when you think of HVAC and and things like that. Um, And then we have like a gardening club group at, at Roth locally. Um, so I'm involved in a ton internally, which has been awesome to meet uh, new people outside of the marketing and sales department. So it's it's huge. Um, sometimes it can seem like a burden if you don't have a ton of time, but it really is worth it from the internal side.
2: Yeah. And externally, um, I've found that there's a lot of For me, there's a lot of higher ed and social media groups that have just helped with my sanity. Um, Sometimes you just kind of need that sounding board, like, okay, this is kind of what's happening in social media, higher ed space right now. Is this happening to just us or there's others? Um, So there's a lot of groups on Twitter and Facebook that um, I've been able to connect with. And it's also introduced me to other people working in the industry who are now just great friends to have. Um, So definitely look for those groups, connect with them um because there's there's out a lot out there and if there's not one out there for your area create one because i'm sure there's other people that are looking to kind of be a part of that community um that you have an interest in so keep keep searching for those groups because it it really does help a lot
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely Woo. (laughs) So we put this slide in after um, that specific topic because, you know, like I was saying before, sometimes um, you may come out of a job expecting to learn, you know, how to run a killer paid social media campaign. And other times you come out completely unexpected and you meet your best friend. And that was, is honestly the case for Hillary and I, we worked together at our first jobs out of school. Mm -hmm. And we still talk just about every single day, if not every couple hours um, on every form of social media and text, (laughs) we're a little (laughs) overboard there, but it, it, it's huge. And like we we said so many times, it's just so important to, you know, connect with your coworkers, past and present. You don't know how much value they'll have in your life um, in the future at the present time. Um, so that that is really our stories. We truly became best friends um, in our first uh, job together. And, and we've been friends ever since. And our husbands are now super close. And um, they hang out all the time. And it's kind of just like snowballed from there. Uh, in the best way possible. So don't ever, you know, discount what your takeaways are, even if it is just, um, forming a, a lifelong friendship. It's so important.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, you need it to get through, especially, you know, when you have a job that you just need someone and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where like, it's, I soundboard things off of her when even in my new job, like yeah, in, in her new job, it's like, Hey, does this make sense? And like, yep. it's just, again, it just comes down to building that community and that relationship with people networking. Um, you know, her and I, like she's more introverted. I'm more a little bit of mix between mm-hmm. introvert and extrovert. And like, I remember when we both first started this job, like I was like, I'm not looking to make friends. I'm here to like, <laughs> I'm here to just like get in, get out, get my experience and go, you know? Yeah, Yeah. super close-minded. And like, you know, you almost think everybody's still kind of like what you said about undergrad, like everybody's your competition, you know? Right. Like, you're like I need to get this next promotion. I need to move up. I need the attention of like leadership. But like, you just need to realize like people are humans. There's mm-hmm. relationships you can build and yes. long-term it's going to help you so
1: much more. So yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh to all things. Um, So lastly, I mean, please keep in touch with us and we're not just saying that, we really mean add both of us on LinkedIn, message us, do not be afraid to message us. We, if we can help you in any way, uh, we'd absolutely love to, again, we have so much to learn and we'll be hopping on all of other uh, Dennis's sessions, Um, but, Please, anything we can do, we hope we've at least helped, you know, one person or or given insight to one person on the call today but anything we can do connect with us keep in touch with us.
2: Yep, and stay safe.
0: That is fantastic. Thank you ladies I I can hear the applause coming at least give us a hands up. (laughs) If you're in, we have live q&a so don't just go away all that quickly. I also am going to tell you two things. Number one, as we get into some of the q and um, I really appreciate this conversation. The reason I do is that not all of everything and anything that we do is a button push in type of environment. I know that, you know, that the, we put the premium on the, the knowledge at hand, but the ancillary things that come along with employment and building relationships, um, I think is one that's a rather important one from a cultural perspective. Um, so please, as you leave, there is a survey that should pop up. And I'd really appreciate it if all of you can, uh, you can take that survey, give us some feedback as to what you think about today's webinar. And in the meanwhile, we do have a question. It's kind of a trick question. Do <laughs> okay. you have any resources or websites that you use to stay up to date on marketing trends and insights? I feel like
1: Hillary, this is totally- And that's
0: not a planted question. By the way, people that don't know, I've been doing webinars for a decade. Like you plant like three or four questions that you want people to ask. to get blowing. <laughs> They're like, I don't know if you know that. Like, um, this was not a planted question, um, so.
2: Well, do yo live. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Definitely. You got, you got that um, part right. Yeah, it's so great for the community and small businesses, large businesses, like any level. Um, it's just really nice. I love it because I'm always like, who do I know? Like, who do I know is on this chat, you know? Yeah.
0: So before we move on to the other ones, I really, I mean, I appreciate you saying that. I And I, I think that from my perspective, what we have prided ourselves on for five years now is giving people like yourselves, that are doing amazing things um, recognized anywhere, not just in Youngstown, but we have super talented individuals and people and wanted to give the platform to people locally. You know people, you're like, oh, I kind of know them. Um, so that that is one of the one resource. Um, what's your other go-tos? Do you have any others? Sounds like Facebook groups.
2: Yeah, I really like I mentioned, look for industry related Facebook groups. Um, I feel like there's a lot of value in there. Um, And it's nice because you don't always have to kind of keep up with it um, as much either, because I know it's hard to kind of prioritize all that. But um, Facebook groups, definitely. And then um, social media today is always usually a big like quick go to for me when I just need to quickly read something. Um, But Mm -hmm. those are kind of where I look.
1: Yeah. And a lot of like, for me being more in the industry manufacturing side of things, the trade shows that we go to, um, all year round are interviewing and blogging and, and, posting things. So I'm always looking at what the different trade shows are, are sharing. They've been super helpful.
0: Um, so great resources been around social media today for, for a, a very long, uh, time. Um, the one thing that I can tell you is that early on in my, my sales and marketing career, the most successful sales guy that I was around early on, like all he did was spend his time reading trade publications and it really educated me right away to like really understand your craft and your space. Mm -hmm. If I learned anything, you know, out of that, um, I have been forcing myself. I don't listen to podcasts and I don't watch much video. And the reason is that I'm a skimmer and I'm a scanner and, yeah. and I've been forcing myself every morning this week to listen to podcasts. So like after my kids get off to school for six, at 6.30, in the, uh, 7.30 in the morning, I've been forcing myself to put a podcast on and listen to something for professional development. Um, Freakonomics, by the way, has a really interesting most recent episode on advertising that everybody should give a listen to. It's, it's very fascinating. And um, I've been a big consumer of HubSpot's uh, blog for over a decade now. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that their information that they put out on inbound content strategy and then content marketing world is another resource that we leverage having had Joe Polizzi um, keynote our event um, a couple different times. If you're still on, put in the chat what your go-tos are. What do you, what do you listen to? What do you like? Where do you go to find information about your industry or about marketing in general? Um, Any other questions for Hillary and Christina? All right. So everybody next week um, we are, Thank you once again, Christina and Hillary. Appreciate you taking the time out of your day to day be on the Do you Live Working Show and doing the Do you Live Virtual Session. This has been recorded. We'll make sure that we package this back up and get this out to you next week. Tony Zayas from Incivia is going to be talking on the frictionless selling system. That's right, eliminating in barriers within your own organization. Uh, to make it easier to sell, technology plays a big role in that frictionless selling environment. So, Tony's great. He was with us last year. He covered LinkedIn. He grew up in Chicago, lived in California, is in Northeast Ohio now, and can't wait to have Tony back on the Do You Live uh, virtual sessions next Friday at noon. Um, hope that you can all make it. And again, Christina and Hillary. Happy holidays to you. Be safe. Stay safe, everyone. Thank you for dropping by. Appreciate it. Thank
2: Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.